Welcome. Welcome back to That's Loaded, a so fucking, so fucking iconic, iconic podcast <laughs> with Caitlin B and Sarah's Harmony. <laughs> Sarah's Harmony is back in action. I know you've missed it. Oh, yeah. It's been a whole week. It feels like They've it's been, been so dying. long since we recorded for some reason, just because I've been like in Arizona Gone. this weekend. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, it's, I'm very glad to be back. I know. Like I barely spoke to you while you were in Arizona. I was like, you forget that she's a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm feeling a little neglected right now. <laughs> I don't know if you realize it, but hi, I'm a person too. I don't know if you realize, but like this relationship's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. I need to get it together. Yeah, which – you'll figure out in this podcast that we recorded today because you guys this episode is so good it's so good it's our first like real guest well not real guest but our first guest that isn't like a close friend yeah and it went amazing I'm so happy with it Sarah we got the Sarah's are in the house today she's a medium and she's talking all about her gift and when she found it and how to tap into it, how we can all tap into our angels. So many good things. I can't wait for you to hear it. I'm feeling so good. Yeah. And she just has such an incredible story mm-hmm. and just the things she's been able to do with her career is truly Inspiring. just iconic. And my guess is after you're done listening to this episode, you're probably going to try to book her, but like let Me. us have our moment too. <laughs> Like BRB, I am going to be booking one. Like how many times can I talk to her? Because I just love it. I know. She's just great. She was so good. And then whenever, you know, we have our readings, we can do an entire episode kind of (gasps) talking about it. How fun would that be? Oh my gosh, we have to. But before we get into that, all of that goodness, uh, we got to give a little shout out to our loaded review of the week. Which we don't have one. Just kidding. I know. I I won't pull that. Okay. Oh, but well, LOL. Because you guys, you know, didn't leave one. How dare you? It's because they already <laughs> left us so many reviews that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but today's loaded reviewer of the week goes to Liz from Miami. That is her name. I love that. And her subject line I need more. Mm. I'm picturing like High School Musical. I need more. I knew I you need, would say that. I need <laughs> She goes, I look forward to this podcast every week. I need more episodes. Sarah and Caitlin give the perfect combination of funny, sweet conversation, advice, and storytelling. They also have good audio, which is very important to me as I don't want my ears in pain from someone screaming on a podcast. I feel that. Uh, Their voices are V-soothing. Thank you, uh, ladies, for a great show. Don't ever change. Oh, yeah. You rock. Don't ever change, Liz. You're going to just (laughs) – And the moment to ruin. Liz is gone. (laughs) Liz from Miami has left the building. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like we do have really good audio for a new podcast. Like, I feel like that's always the learning curve, you know? Dun, dun, dun. Do you remember whenever I got – I didn't do median. You did a median, I think. And I did uh, – or medium, sorry. Yeah, I did a psychic. And she told me that she heard the song. It was like some show that you watched growing up about like two – like older women, they were like best friends. But she heard the theme song to that, and I was oh like, "Oh my god, what was remember. that?" Oh my god, it's gonna mm-hmm. bother me now. I know, but she heard this theme song, and because I wanted to know if like you and I were gonna be like lifetime friends, mm-hmm. lifelong friends, Lifers. and she was like, "Oh yeah, for sure." Like when I think of you two, this is what pops into my head. And then she, I relayed the message to Caitlin, and Caitlin was like. I watched that show growing up. <laughs> That's 
so weird. Oh, my God. Because it was like an old show. Yeah. Very. It was like when my parents watched or something that I would watch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, spooky. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. And I can't remember if I told you this or not. In when I think it was a medium that I was talking to uh, told me that I would have a podcast with one of my best friends. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. So who's who is it? I, I, it's definitely not you. <laughs> so I'm actually starting. So, I a a, <laughs> so this is my exit speech. Uh, <laughs> this is my last episode. Oh, Good riddance. <laughs> Do you have any weekly updates? Mm, I'm moving this week. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Actually, the moving company is dropping off some boxes like any minute now. I was worried I was going to get a call during the podcast. I was like, please don't ruin this moment for me. Uh, Thank God they didn't. (laughs) But they're going to drop off some boxes. So I actually have to like get my shit together and like start packing, which is my least favorite thing in the entire world. But we've listened. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's truly the easiest move ever. But it's just like going through stuff because I'm also trying to like get rid of stuff as, you know, as you do. I hate that part. Yeah. Oh, and then you realize how many things you have and you're like horrified with yourself and you're like, I'm going to not do this ever again. And mm-hmm. then like, you know, become a hoarder. And then, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know what happens. You black out and here I am years mm-hmm. later, still a hoarder. That's exciting. I'm so pumped to like get a new, just, I don't know, just, isn't moving just fun? Like I, not that process of moving, but being able to like make, you know, the new space. It's just and, like, switch it up it's refreshing yeah it is really refreshing like i love this apartment so much and i'm sad to leave it but also it's just like i can't wait to make new memories in a new place it's like when heidi and um lauren moved out of their apartment and it was just yeah park la brea (laughs) no it was the palazzo Palazzo, yeah. yeah and it's just like sad but it's also really exciting memories yeah. but new chapter necessary yeah because it gets like kind of redundant especially after like 2020 i spent so much time here i'm like it's gonna be nice to just look at something new Hmm. so that's gonna take up my whole week i'm sure so just uh packing up my life and my shit and fun stuff how about you anything exciting, ex- exciting for you no, I really didn't do anything this week except for I did go out to Broadway and I got puked on. Oh my but... gosh, yeah. You text me. Like, I just got puked on. I'm like, excuse me? And I was sober. It'd be one thing if I was drunk. I would have probably just been like, whatever. But yeah, I got oh, puked on. Oh, it hits on. different when you're sober. I know. It splashed on me. It was really hot. That's disgusting. Because all of Nashville is like it's 100% capacity everywhere, no masks. So jealous. Oh, my gosh. What a time. What a time to be alive. It's weird. I mean, obviously, people are still wearing it at like the grocery, but Mm -hmm. like smaller businesses, like you don't have to if you're vaccinated. It's crazy. Oh, I love that. Which I got that sweet, sweet vaccine juice in my arm. We got that juicy, juicy. I was not prepared for like most people feel it from – I know you got the one, but like most people feel it from the second shot when they're doing the Uh two. And I felt it so much from the first. And they – My brother did too. I'm like, excuse me. Like I could not move my arm for three, four days and Alex was like fine within like the day of and I was like – You couldn't move your arm? I couldn't lift it past like just like up right here. Couldn't lift things. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I was so exhausted. Like my whole side hurt. It wasn't just like my arm. I'm like, what is happening to me? But I, second one, I'm like, can we not do that? <laughs> Be great. Um, I feel like I hear a lot of people talking about their side effects being more like they were sore or 
they just had like the chills and all that but no the one chills too, yeah. i know personally was talking about the fatigue no one was addressing that so when that <laughs> happened to me i was like excuse me i can't keep my eyes open is anyone yeah. going to talk about this <laughs> so is nobody talking about it um if that you haven't gotten real. yours just wait. prepare to be t- yeah like save it for like the weekend so you can sleep you know yeah i what could i've been sleeping in like a lot recently and i swear it's because of that i believe it i'm just glad i got only had to do it once yeah you're ready for shot girl summer yep well in a week and a half when because it's like two weeks weeks, yeah yeah she's almost ready exciting i'm like so ready for life i know my gosh just in time for summer it's gonna be epic but yeah that's uh exciting updates that's okay uh we have a very exciting Exciting. podcast ahead of us so we should probably just dive into it because it's v-long and very entertaining v-loaded she said loaded question at one point i was like like, (laughs) (laughs) loaded pull quote (laughs) yep love well on that note enjoy this conversation with sarah Sarah renee not me (laughs) well i mean i'm in the conversation (laughs) it's like an oreo you're the cream filling (laughs) oh god now i'm hungry thank you okay let's get to the conversation We are so excited to have you here, Sarah, my little Sarah sandwich. I could not be happier right now. Um, Before we even launched our podcast, yeah, Sarah and I always said we wanted to have a medium on here because we were both so fascinated with this whole realm. We've both had readings ourselves in the past, and it's it's so cool to be able to have this opportunity to like hear it goes on on your end because I think it's just like it's a whole new world that. I'm just I'm so excited to talk to you about. So awesome. thank you for being here. We cannot yay, wait. We have yay. we have so many questions. We're just like, oh my god, oh my god, this is so fun. Perfect. I'm like, bring them all. Yeah. So like we should just hop into it because oh my gosh, I'm I'm just too excited. Yeah. But first things first, when did you realize you had this amazing gift to connect to the other side? Were you, you know, were you younger? Is there like a standout moment for you that you were like, I have this isn't normal. Like I have a gift. You know. Well, when I was younger, I really just felt weird and I thought there was something wrong with me or like, like I had no, so I didn't connect the dots that it was an ability Mm -hmm. until I was, gosh, I was 18 and I actually went and had a reading with a, another medium slash astrologer. And I just went to her for like guidance, like with my life, like every, mm-hmm. you know, like normal people. Yeah, <laughs> come to me, <laughs> <Help> and, me. <laughs> um, and she was like, "Hey, do you know that you have mediumship abilities?" And I was no like, way. "Well, I've always had these weird things happen, and mm-hmm. like in high school, I I just um, I dove into drugs and alcohol because I was so hypersensitive that I just had to like." I felt like it was like just a survival mechanism almost. Did you feel like you were like an em- like like a very strong <laughs> empath where you like picked up on everyone else's like feelings? Was it like a feeling that you Yeah, it was mainly a that? feeling. It was like mm-hmm. and, and I think too like being a teenager, you're already confused enough. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh my gosh. Like, 
what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. So like I had all of my own stuff and then I would pick up other people's and I wouldn't know the difference. Ah. So I would like take on everybody else's identity, like, like even more oh, so weird. than normal teenager, you know, like yeah. I would feel like, oh, I must be this way. And I wouldn't, I couldn't discern like oh what was gosh. mine. And, That'd be and so overwhelming. Yeah. Some things were really trippy. Like I remember once a boy that I was seeing at the time, like I woke up in the middle of the night in my house, you know, and, and I felt like I was getting kicked in the stomach. Like I was crawling on the floor to the bathroom, like sobbing, like what? I had didn't, I thought something was happening to me and I, and then it just stopped and it just went away oh, and I was weird. fine. And I went back to sleep and I was just like, what? Like I didn't go to the doctor. Like yeah. my parents were like, oh my God, we need to get you checked out. And it ended up, he was actually getting beat up at that time and was getting mm. kicked in the stomach. And you felt that. And so I felt it because I had this like connection, you know, this. And so that would happen like oh my gosh. on and off relatively often, things like that. And it got to the point where people were so weirded out <laughs> when I'd say something that I just stopped telling people because I was like, this like, isn't normal. Oh, you, you don't feel this too? <laughs> yeah, like you don't know when something happens to me? Like that's weird. <laughs> that's great. So is it always like simultaneously like when you felt that it was it was that moment that, you know, he was getting hit? Mm-hmm. Is it usually like in the present moment that you're feeling that? Usually, okay. yeah. Nowadays, it's better because I have better boundaries. Right. <laughs> so nowadays, Learned. it's more of like I get to say like, okay, don't wake me up in the middle of the night unless yeah. it's like oh, cool. life or death. Right. Like I need to know. but Unless you really need me. <laughs> but it kind of translated into that, like feeling things through their perspective. So like when I do a reading, like I feel everything through the person that I'm bringing through. That's so like cool. I feel how they die. Like I joke. Like I've, I'm like, oh, I, I experienced a new death today. I'll cry. Right. My family. They're like, oh wow. I'm like who else talks like this? Right. Oh my <laughs> and you gosh. Didn't have any like experiences in your childhood because I always hear that kids mm-hmm. always can like tap into like spirituality and all that stuff yeah. at such yeah. a young age. So it's really interesting yeah. that it was like in your teenage years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I did. I mean, I had things, well, like my grandma died when I was five mm-hmm. and she had cancer and died in the middle of the night. And I made my mom take me to the hospital and my poor mom, like <laughs> she was traumatized, obviously, you know, from losing her mom. She was like, I'm taking my five-year-old to the hospital right now to see a dead body. Like this is going <laughs> to scar her for life. Like, yeah. but I would not, I was like, I was not having any other way and and I remember sitting like so clear as day like sitting on the bed and seeing my grandma sitting up next to me and like having a conversation and saying goodbye and knowing that she could see me from wherever she was in reality she was laying dead she was gone she had been gone for like an hour that's so crazy so, That's so cool. Yeah, I had that little – and then I was really afraid a lot. I had, like, dark – we lived in one house, and I think it was – it must have had some funky energy going on because I was <laughs> – I, like, could not sleep alone, like, for the life really? of me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I listened to so yeah. many true crime podcasts oh. and just – all that stuff with kids being able to see spirits and it just it freaks me out. I'm like, I can't even imagine <laughs> yeah. being like a, a mom and experiencing that because mm-hmm. obviously as you get older, 
you're like further from it, further removed. And it's just mm-hmm. it's so interesting to me. I love it. I always wonder that with when, when kids say they have, you know, imaginary friends, obviously there's different levels, but sometimes I'm like, are we told that like to shut it off or that, you know, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, we start to like, you know, remove ourselves from that further and further to the point where we, we totally block it off. Like, I wonder, you know, if, if some of it, if there's actually, if they're seeing something, which yeah. is crazy. I believe that in most cases they are just from, I mean, from my experiences as a kid and then, mm-hmm. you know, and, and even like parents will bring their kids to me a lot you know, or have me go do house clearings, especially when their kid has like more scary imaginary friends. <laughs> oh gosh. You know, and, and usually there's something going on that they are sensing or like, especially like really little kids will see like their grandparents or great grandparents or like family yeah. members come to visit, which is kind of cool. So I try to work with parents on like, That's you so know, cool. embracing, like working with their kids to embrace their gifts while also yeah. teaching them boundaries, like teaching them like they can say, go away, you're not allowed here. Oh, that's so cool that you, you know? can like learn that at a young age too. Yeah. Cause I think like for myself, I'm like, if I would have known that, maybe I would have slept through the night much easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> at a younger age. Like <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> And is that something that um do you call them spirit when you're when you're referring to that's what I like say, them. yeah, because okay. I find it just covers everyone. Yeah, the, do you find that they are, you know, receptive or respectful of that if you say, like, don't – can you, like, let me sleep through the night? Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk to me. Like, they'll be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or is it sometimes something you have to, like, kind of work on? Usually – and that's kind of a good rule of thumb, too, is, like, like if you're – if a good spirit – well, uh, I guess – that's like a loaded question. Um, <laughs> if if like somebody's grandparent that's going to come through the next day, like this is something that I have happen a lot. Like mm-hmm. I'll have a reading scheduled and somebody's like grandma or like so, you know, parent will be like really excited. And so they're like in my field the night before <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, I need to sleep. Your time is in the morning. Like go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get to you. Yeah. Like don't worry. <laughs> And they'll leave me alone because they're like, like their goal is to just to be helpful and to send messages through. Like they're coming from that, like from the light or from God yeah. or whatever word you want to use mm-hmm. versus like more of a low level type entity. Let's say like when people say places are haunted mm-hmm. um, or somebody who hasn't, you know, crossed into the light, like they want to cause fear. So that's okay. where like holding the boundary is really important. They also have to listen to us, but they, they'll they like fight you on it. Like they'll try to manipulate people into thinking that you can't say go away. Oh and so that's when people end up with situations where they're like, you need to come clear my house because I can't get rid of, you know, this thing. Um, yeah. I feel like most movies are kind of in that based exactly. in that realm. Yeah. Like the clearings. Yeah, feel, yeah that's like what. <laughs> Getting pushed out of their houses. <laughs> yeah, like all the Conjuring movies. Like. Yeah. Oh so is this something that you can tap in and out of if you're in public around a lot of people? Like is there – is it something you feel or see or or are you kind of – have you set that boundary when you mm-hmm. go in public like from the get-go? Yeah. I – so – I'll like see and sense people around everyone, but I've set a boundary where they're not allowed to come 
send messages through. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to read everybody that I Out pass on office. the sidewalk. Like, yeah. <laughs> Away message. Exactly. <laughs> like I give them my Hear office me. hours. Yeah. <laughs> like between this time and this time, it's fine. But, but like even just the other day, I was driving down the freeway and I was like, there's like a dead guy walking down the freeway. So like sometimes I even oh have to help people like cross over. Like I Googled, no I found out that there was an accident and somebody had just died. And so I was able to kind of tap into him and oh help him. Oh my gosh. That's insane. That's How so do you help cool. someone kind of cross over like that? So usually when they, when they're not like really wanting to stay here as in, like they're not like somebody who wants to cause more harm. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like if they die in an accident or something like that, they, you know, sometimes they can feel confused and they're unsure if they should cross over. Like they feel like, like I need to see my family, like they're, and they're not sure if I cross over, will I be able to see them? Yeah. Or like I had one time where somebody died helping someone and he didn't want to, he didn't see that she had crossed over. So he was like looking Aww. for her soul because oh he didn't want to leave. That's so special. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like really. So sometimes like so they sweet. mean well and they get stuck and they get stuck yeah. in like this loop where they're almost like repeating what happened over and over again. That's so scary. Yeah. Was there like a specific time that you decided like I need to lean into this? Because I don't know. You said that you had so many experiences when you were in like your teenagers year teenage years. Was there like a moment that you vividly remember when it was like, okay, this is something I need to look into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah. after that reading when I was eighteen, I was like, and that was at a time when. Um, that show, The Medium, was on TV with Patricia mm-hmm. Arquette. And, yes. And there was um, some crime. I grew up in Arizona, and, and where I was at that time, there was a murder that happened involving, like, people from high school and, and all of that. So I was like, I'm going to use these gifts to solve crime, right? Like, I'm going to be, like, oh, cool. you know, her in the show. Yes. like. <laughs> but I dove in, like, very unprotected and very – like just kind of naive I think mm-hmm. <laughs> was the best way so so it and when you think of like energy of a murderer obviously they're very dark, dark and twisted yeah. and, and so mm. I tried to like tap in to see what happened and it was so traumatizing to me that I was like nope <laughs> never mind <laughs> just kidding so, got to go <laughs> Yeah, it was like like I dipped my toe in the water, was like, absolutely not, no way. And so oh, I shut imagine. it back down. And then mm-hmm. um, I moved to San Diego a few years later and went through yoga teacher training. And it was funny because that really like strengthened my spiritual connection and kind of like gave me a better foundation. And cool. then I started doing one-on-one yoga and like – I'd be doing like when people are in Shavasana and, mm-hmm. and you do like the little massage thing and I'd yeah. like get like this like intuition like they need clearing or they need healing of their heart or they need, you know, their mind clear, whatever, like little or they have stomach problems. And so I'd be like, okay, let's well, send some healing through me, I guess. Like oh, <laughs> I didn't even so really cool. know. And yeah. then they started noticing like, wow, like I, and they'd say like how that they felt like exactly what I was 
sensing and doing. So I was like, okay, I was like negotiator, like I'll do energy healing sessions, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring people through. Uh Right. And then I don't know. It was like a few months later. um, I quit drinking. I got sober and I had somebody in my house that was doing her energy healing session. And all of a sudden like a loved one came through it was so funny. I still remember, like, I was, like, arguing. Like, it felt like his energy stepped into my field. Uh-huh. And I could feel, like, I was, like, I felt like I was a very tall man, like, very, like, kind of large, like, muscular, like, really big energy and, like, intimidating, if you didn't know him, but very, like, mm-hmm. loving and happy, you know? Like, and so I felt all of this. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't do this. Like, she's here for an energy healing session. Like, she's going to freak out. Like, I don't do this. Yeah, how do you, like, broach it? Like, by the way, yeah. someone's here for you. Well, I was so terrified. I was like, she's going to, like, run out the door and never, uh-huh. ever yeah. talk to me again. But I started sharing. And she was, like, crying. Like, oh, my God. Like, she totally knew who he was. And Aww. it was like she needed all this closure. And it ended up being so like rewarding and then so so peaceful I was like oh this isn't scary yeah (laughs) so I was like okay and then and then it was like shortly after that I was in a meditation and I saw I was taken through the original homicide that I like was trying to solve when I was 18 and I was able to see it all like happen and then see the people at peace and it was like all my fear was just gone after that that's so awesome so that's when I was like okay I'll do this like all in (laughs) I can do this yeah it doesn't all have to be scary yeah (laughs) not everybody's learners right (laughs) I feel like that's a good like segue to just kind of diving into your reading process because like I said like we've had you know like readings Mm -hmm. before and I I've actually only done over the phone. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. I don't know like what you feel or if it's something that like kind of differs from medium to medium, which I imagine it does. And you all have your own process Mm -hmm. and way of seeing things or feeling or, you know, the different senses involved. So I would love if you could like kind of take us through your process of like when you are in a reading or, you know, Mm -hmm. how do you get into that mindset? Do you have to like prepare like an athlete for a big game or are you just kind of like all in right away and I don't know. how. Do, what do you yeah. like see when you're in, in, in that headspace? Yeah. So, well, it's funny. So like on days that I do readings, like I can't have a heavy breakfast. Like I have to eat very light if mm-hmm. I eat at all. Usually I just have coffee and do readings um, <laughs> or coffee and water. But so because I notice heavy food almost may, like – it almost feels like it clogs up my system for them to come through like in a weird way. So I'll eat oh, something boy. large after because I'll be starving later. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, so Reward. it's not that I don't eat, but I, I just I eat very light and then I eat heavy after. Um, yes. So that's like first thing. And then I usually do about an hour of meditation and breath work before I start my readings for the day mm-hmm. just to like get my body clear my mind like I basically spirit always compares it to like those Drano commercials when you see like (laughs) the drain get clogged up like Uh yeah like that's like they always show that like as our intuitive channel 
and so like any like strong opinions attachments like especially in my case it's like doing readings like they're in the beginning especially there was like this wanting to do really good for the person like Mm -hmm. an attachment to them having a really good session or like wanting to be like accurate or yeah whatever expectations I had of of the reading and of like myself um clearing all of that out so like really like in my meditations and breath work like I release all expectations like all attachments I'm like whatever you whatever's in their highest and best good that's like I don't know anything you know like right (laughs) so really releasing all of that and then and then I'll start to feel like um as it gets closer to the time or like you know like five ten minutes before each reading in the meditation like I'll feel the person's people kind of step forward Mm -hmm. or their different guides and angels and I'll get like a heads up on their energy so like some readings I'll feel like really excited I'm like oh this is gonna be like a party like everybody's really happy (laughs) this is gonna be like a really fun like like, Uh giggly session and then or I'll get like a a hit of like you know they've had depression and there's a lot of trauma and like prepare myself because it's going to be like a heavier yeah um and then it will almost feel and a lot of people say that they feel anxious or like a little nervous like right before a session Mm -hmm. and I think because when I feel spirit all around it feels initially like anxiety so I feel like a lot of that isn't even like my client's anxiety about the session, I feel like it's them starting to feel the energy and we just oh, interesting. like wow. translate it as anxiety. Yeah. I yeah. didn't think about it like that. Because if you think of like, cool. if there was like 10 people around you all trying to talk at once, like that would cause some anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so like, it's just, it's not that they're not there. It's just that like, you can't see them. So right. you feel all the energy of like them being really excited to send through whatever messages. Do you have like almost like a hangover if you have a really heavy session with someone? Yeah, that's like the, that's like how <laughs> that's I describe a good way it. To describe <laughs> it <yeah. laughs> because it is. I'll be like literally, yeah, like, yeah, like hungover because it's so intense. Um, oh my gosh. you can't just like tap out of it. Obviously, yeah. Like sometimes yeah. it'll be something. Like if it's like a torture or mm. especially like with, you know, if there's like a rape and a murder, like, like I'll have to like probably like cry and have a headache for a good like two hours after mm-hmm. just oh, to wow. like finish processing it. Yeah. And then, or I'll just like call my family. I'm like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, she's having a bad day. <laughs> you know, or like, like a rough oh, no. day. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, I would I feel like that'd be so hard to just like, you know, close it after the reading. Yeah. I would be like thinking about it and like, oh my gosh. Is there something but, you do? Like, yeah. is there just like a ritual almost that you do after something so mm-hmm. heavy? Like, do you run? Mm-hmm. Do you like talk it through do you have any other like median friends or you know it's funny I have some medium friends but we usually don't talk about so I'm like you said that and I'm like that's would be such a good idea <laughs> like, <laughs> we usually don't even talk about our clients uh, like, <laughs> I imagine most people can't even you know um empathize with what you're going through exactly. they can't like understand so it, it always yeah. helps when you know someone who kind of 
actually knows what you know you experience yeah, mm-hmm. yeah which is so funny because I, I know I'm like well that makes so much sense but I don't <laughs> I usually I think because it's such a um like it's such an internal process because like I feel it so much in my body and in my mind that I usually process more like on my own as mm-hmm. far as like I'll I'll go through all of the emotions of it and then I usually sage myself and like clear my energy field and I oh, just cool. send like all energy that's, that's nice. not mine back to wherever it came from with yeah. love and compassion. I didn't so think I, about that. Yeah. So that's something I do every single day. Um, I don't always have to do it in between sessions like that, like a full clearing. Um, but definitely like after a heavy one, I do that. Another thing that I love is the like Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap. Like I'll get into the shower after like a really heavy one and I'll just like, it's so funny. I soap my whole body up and then I like shampoo my hair and brush my teeth. Like I have to get everything clean at once. (laughs) (laughs) Like all at the same time. And then I sage myself and then I'm usually pretty good. Like I love that. that. How many sessions Uh, do you usually have a day? Yeah, I was wondering that. Usually, like, two is ideal. I I tend to do three <laughs> just because <laughs> I like to get – people always have emergencies and I try to get people uh-huh. in. Um, so, yeah, two to three. S- sometimes four, but that's, like, if I do four in a day, I have to have, like – like, I can't talk to anybody else. Like, I have to be so dedicated, <laughs> oh like, God. just to readings. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, and then I go – I usually go run or hike – you know, after like at the end of the day, just to like ground and get some <laughs> come back to earth. Like, <laughs> yeah, need some me time. <laughs> yeah, like restore. <laughs> Do the spirits ever kind of like confuse you? Like, does someone tap in later that was at a session earlier, or do they know like when it's time? Usually, they're pretty good about knowing when it's time. Oh, they're punctual. That's nice. Yeah. They're usually <laughs> pretty like, yeah, <laughs> they're pretty punctual or I'll be like, um, occasionally there will be somebody like who maybe has a really strong energy who like kind of hangs out like waiting and they'll be, a, I'll send some like in the background through like my mm-hmm. first client. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just be like, especially when I know them, a lot of times it's people that I know, like, you know, that, Oh, cool our regulars or something and I'm like this is not the your regulars. time you have to like let me do this climb <laughs> and let their loved ones come through first <laughs> oh my god that's so funny but yeah, like, I, mean, I just want to hang out yeah like most of the time they're funny like that like so it's I joke like I have more fun with them than like a lot of alive people <laughs> <laughs> wow that's honestly iconic <laughs> because they're so light like they don't have the ego like they don't like overthink things they're like no it's fine like (laughs) do you ever like like reach out to spirit for like decision making like get their opinion on things oh yeah like all the time (laughs) i feel like can you like decide what i need for dinner because i hate making decisions thank you (laughs) i i do that for food it's so funny like and i tell my clients like ask them for help for like little things or big things because like like yeah, like sometimes I'll I'll 
be just like brain dead from my day for food and I'm like what does my body need right now like just direct yeah. me and I'll eat whatever it is <laughs> so, like, so is, it, is it something you see when when you're in the reading or you know when you're mm-hmm. uh connecting with spirit you you see them or do you said you felt like you know like a, a tall man earlier um and and when they take you through like the process of their death or a message that they're trying to get across how do you see that or perceive that yeah. let's say so they'll take me through like I'll feel like for breast cancer I always feel like mm-hmm. a pinch like right here by my lymph nodes okay um and so mm-hmm. I've I've gathered like different like symbols through over the years of doing this like where um but I'll feel like like let's say it's like a heart attack like I'll start to feel like I'm like sweating and some pain and like I can't catch my breath and a pain in my chest Mm. um or like being shot feels like I'll feel the burning of the bullet like the other day I brought somebody who was shot in the back and like so I felt like this burning in the back and then I get confused and dizzy and then it's like I feel like I'm falling on the ground and then when they leave their body I can kind of come back to it's almost like I leave their body and come back to myself. Oh, wow. It's like a weird thing to explain. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, so then I just like am telling my client like, okay, like I'm being shot. Like I'm like falling and then, you know, I'm like seeing this, you know, whatever. And then, you know, or I'm like in a hospital bed, like, like when people pass, if they're on like morphine, let's say, mm-hmm. like I'll feel like, everything's blurry and like I can hear people around I can't really respond but I'll feel it like I'm in the hospital bed and like I'm trying to like talk but I'm like can't quite like speak yeah fully but I'll hear and so I'll go through the whole process until they leave their body and then they'll show me like how like when they pass like did another loved one come to get them or like Sometimes, especially when it's a sudden death, they'll show me like going around before they even cross over all their loved ones on the phone, like getting the call, like trying to comfort them. Yeah. Um, And then and then they'll take me through like their, you know, life review type process. Right. So like when they when they really fully cross over, like what they're able to see like if they're able to learn from some mistakes that maybe they wouldn't even like get when they were alive, mm-hmm. you know, or like some people who like spend their whole life, like helping everybody, like, you know, maybe like a teacher or mm-hmm. um, somebody who just did a lot of even just people who like don't even like volunteer technically, but who are like those people who would you would say like would give the shirt off their back to everybody like yeah they'll finally get to feel like all the good that they did and like they'll actually get to like see like wow I actually like changed people's lives like the ripple effect from their their good deeds and then like somebody else who is maybe a not so great person um or who is abusive they'll get to feel all of the pain that they inflicted um, no matter whether that person has forgiven them or not. I always tell people mm-hmm. like, it's not you forgiving them. is not going to let them off the hook. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, it's, it's all you, like they have to deal with their actions no matter what. Um, wow. But they'll have to feel literally like how 
like if it was a, a dad who let's say like beat his son like he's gonna have to feel every time he beat him like exactly how he made him feel oh my god you know like like in order to really learn it's not even really a karmic thing it's more to learn the whole lesson from it so that mm-hmm. his soul can can get it and not have to repeat that so do you believe that we all have kind of a mission or purpose like in our in our lifetime and then when we cross over we we get to yeah kind of realize like the purpose of that life or like mm-hmm. it, or the lesson i guess is there like a lesson in each life or many of them yeah like they show me like we come in with like like our soul will come in of like i want to learn you know like um forgiveness or i want to learn how to be able to receive more and maybe not do so much um Mm -hmm. for everybody else in my life or I want to learn like real love um and sometimes people who want to learn like love like it sounds like such a like I feel like it doesn't sound like as that important Mm -hmm. um but it's like usually they'll be the people who maybe had to experience a very difficult life early on and then maybe they have like one or two people that really love them through horrible times you know and then when they pass they're like wow like you taught me what love was like real love like not the easy when you're nice I can love you because you're not being nice you know right it's easy you know (laughs) so it's like lessons like that where they're really you know like where themes in your life are really more extreme you know, or like sometimes too, like souls will come in meant to break generational patterns, you know, of like if your family had like one of my clients, her whole family struggled with money and poverty and she's been able to start her own business and, you know, generate a lot of wealth. And so like one of her core lessons was working through all the money issues and being able to show her family Hey, it's safe to have success now. So, so sometimes too, like our lessons are also helping like our ancestors who have transitioned as they watch us come into maybe the similar circumstances and be able to, you know, respond differently or create a different life, you know, regardless of those. I feel like you would have to be like, you just knowing all these people's like life lessons and all of like the important things in life, how do you navigate that like in your own day to day? Because I feel like it would be almost overwhelming being like, oh my gosh, I know that this is like the right thing to do, but I want to do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it can definitely make me overwhelmed, Um, but (laughs) like for sure. I mean, I definitely have my days. (laughs) My family would tell you like, oh, she gets very overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, but you know, it's so funny. It's like, it's almost like one of those things where there's so much to it. Like, like I think about like, they'll show me an example of like zooming out of, of this whole life. Right. And like, if Mm -hmm. I look at like right now, three of us are on this call. Mm -hmm. Like if I look at, let's say we're divinely meant to, have this conversation right now for some reason that none of us know about and maybe even like something that we talked about is supposed to help like some member of your audience or you know whatever like 
even though it might seem so small, like to me who talks about this all the time or something, Mm -hmm. you know, but like if spirit took me to like zoom out of this moment, I'd see my path, both of your paths, your purpose with your show, like then each of your free will, my free will, divine will would get Lauren and, you know, and everybody who connected us in there. Like it's so complicated that it almost makes it so simple because it's like, I obviously have zero control over all of those things. So really all we each need to focus on is ourselves, not in like a self-centered way, but like showing up just the best that we can in each moment. And like, because we have no idea, like I have no idea what, like, like I'm sure you two have helped so many people from your show or like, like in ways that you probably don't even know. Yeah. It's cool when you get, you know, messages. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys get this too, but just kind of random, like something you said in a video really changed someone's life or resonated mm-hmm. with them in a way that you're like, I was just sharing my story and my, mm-hmm. you know, my truth. And I, I was just kind of doing it to get out there or not really thinking about how many, you know, lives it could potentially, mm-hmm. you know, affect in a positive way. And it's, and it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. We all have yeah so much, I don't know, Power. free will too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, and I think like of the, just of like the little, like the little ways where destiny and free will kind of meet up and work together. Yeah. And and then where free will can like, you know, ruin something even, let's say, or cause like immense harm, but where it's like, whether you call it the universe or God or, you know, like spirit can kind of guide us when, when we're tuning in and like be letting ourselves follow that intuition or those instincts you know, we can take whatever happened that was maybe bad and we can like transmute it, you know? So it's not yeah like they don't say like tragedy was meant to happen or things like that. Like, but they're like, but we get the, like we have the power to not continue that on, but to like change it and, and, you know, show up better. So, right. But like to, I mean, to your question, it's like if I make a decision, let's just, um, I think dating is like an easy one for people to oh, yeah. relate to. We love like, that. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that's something that everybody, when mm-hmm. you want to go out with the person that you know maybe is not the greatest for you, yeah. but you're like, they're hot and I want to go out with them. So yeah, just totally. So ignore. Yeah, like ignore all of that. But like for me... I have like a whole choir of voices in my head uh-huh. that are like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, see that, you know, see what he said there, see what they said there. Like, <laughs> a little nudge, nudge. Yeah. So it's like, Sarah. I can't even like relax. Uh-huh. And then they're all like in my field, like so overwhelming. It's like, I get like oh really gosh. hot. Like, I get like stomach aches. Like, so I can't even. Like, I can't really self-sabotage anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, they just they don't like you. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I, would, I would have a hard time being present if I was, like, on a date and they were just like, yeah. oh, what's, don't do it. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to focus on what he's saying. <laughs> I know. So- like, I probably come off, like, in those situations, like, very, like, spacey. Like, are you okay? or, like, <laughs> seem to be sweating like, a lot. This? Yeah, like, what is this girl's problem? <laughs> Have you ever had encounters with people who, like, 
are like skeptics. I'm I yeah. feel like we have we have to talk about it because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like them. there's always yeah, it's always <laughs> haters skeptics everywhere. out there. Mm-hmm. Haters in the building. Um <laughs> Who knows? Maybe someone is a skeptic yeah. out there, you know, listening to yeah. this and they're like, oh, you know, mediums just or psychics, you know, just research you or, mm-hmm. you know, take advantage of someone's grief who wants to believe. I, I've heard that before, mm-hmm. um, even with like my own oh, friends yeah. going into readings. So yeah. how do you kind of respond to that? Or do you just kind of let them believe, you know, like what they want to believe and then just, you know, yeah. present the information and see what they say like have you ever changed a skeptic like I'm I'm so curious about how you deal with that Mm -hmm. I've heard that I've definitely changed skeptics minds I've never I don't go into it of that being my goal like right because my I try to stay really grounded and like I mean obviously I'm human and I can have the triggers of like you don't believe in what I do. Like, I swear I'm a good person. You know, yeah. I'm like, I can definitely have all of that. Um, but like in a reading situation, it's just so much not about me that yeah. I really like am able to detach where, and I'll tell people like it, it you don't have to be a believer in, in, in this thing. Like my only job is to get you a message that might help you you know, and that's, okay. and that's it. But like, and I also advise people to be healthy skeptics, like, because there are frauds in, I mean, there's frauds in yeah. any industry, but especially in this industry, I've met plenty, you know, and, and so, and I've heard stories yeah. of, especially like those walk-up psychic places where they'll tell you I feel like they cursed. ruin it for everybody. Like, I know, like, oh, I feel yeah. like that's what everybody pictures. Everyone associates, Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, but there's plenty of other people who do have these gifts, but yeah, yeah they can like ruin it for everyone else. Yeah, it's like people picture that, but like I took, but then on the opposite end, there's some people who believe everyone. And I'm like, no, like it's good to be a healthy skeptic. I work with a lot of um, law enforcement as, as private clients. And cool. usually people in, in any kind of, law enforcement, um, law or those career paths where they see the worst of humanity. So yeah, like they're going to naturally be skeptics. Um, and they will usually give me fake names. And so I tell Ah. people that's honestly, it doesn't screw up the reading. So like, it's a really good way if you are making an appointment with somebody and you are a skeptic, like it's better for for somebody to take those extra precautions so that they can trust the messages that come through versus yeah. trying to be like too open and give everything up front and then mm-hmm. not be able to trust what comes through. So that's like always because it's worked so well yeah, for them where they're like, oh my God, like there's no way you could have known that. Like, cause I didn't even give you my real name. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, there's no way you could have researched that. You know, That's like, so yeah. funny, right? I feel like I feel like with some, you can tell when you know if you're in a oh, reading yeah. and everything was yeah. pretty vague. You know, like the messages given, or you know, I'm seeing this <laughs> a J name, and it's like, okay, well, you know, could be whatever. But it's yeah, I think it's the little messages that someone receives, and sometimes I feel like they have mm-hmm. to be you know open to reading or in it, and you know want it for themselves, yeah. or and 
it's the little details that like it's like you couldn't really ever research yeah, and I think that. that's like more that's like I share some them. clients with John Edward and I know he gets a lot of names and initials and numbers and things like that oh, yeah. and it's interesting to hear the mm-hmm. feedback from my clients because he from what I hear at least is he reads in a way where he's he's very like initial based and kind of like just those logical facts whereas I don't really get initials or names and I'm pretty upfront with people about that like it's just not my strong point right now um at least and but I'll get like the feeling and the cause of death and the personality more and so I think too like (laughs) yeah like some people a lot of people prefer that yeah because like personal because I could just google them mm-hmm. yes, and find exactly. out initials I mean you know like that's e- that right like that's easy but I feel like people also mm-hmm. need to look for when they're booking a medium like somebody who maybe has a sense of like like the style that they're looking for like if they you know like some people are like no I won't trust it unless I have yeah. initials or names like so then they would yeah. resonate more with somebody like that versus me yeah, I feel like it's good to keep your options open mm-hmm. and not Check just if you had one bad experience mm-hmm. to yeah. let it, you know, ruin mediumship for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. forever. I think it's it's good. You got to kind of like, you know, dabble, mm-hmm. find. Yeah, like we have, like I've had a few people that and- I couldn't read, you know, like mm-hmm. it's very little, but it's happened. And, and same with like, I, like I had a client who went to one of the well-known mediums on TV and they couldn't read her. But then I could read her just fine. But they read her friend. So she's oh, like, I know that they're real, but they couldn't read me. Weird. Do you think that's because of being like closed mm-hmm. off spiritually where you're just like, no, this isn't real? Or it's just like sometimes you just. it could even be like a day of, of energy. Hands, like-, like if people come like really hungover to me, like I can't <laughs> so get a clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I always tell people I'm like, come as clear minded as you can. <laughs> I mean, like, I've done parties where everybody's having, like, a drink or two, and that's uh-huh. fine. But, like, the wasted person, like, I'm probably not going to get a good. <laughs> okay. I have actually heard, I, and I meant to bring this up when you mentioned that you were sober, but, like, so I've heard that, like, you know, mm-hmm. drinking or alcohol can kind of, like, block you off to that, like, intuition or spirituality. Do you find that to be real? Like, do you feel mm-hmm. like you can Yeah, I definitely so, like, feel, like, more clearly in sobriety, like, my gift just, like, there's no way I could have done it. It would, it would have probably mm-hmm. been very hit and miss had I started this career not sober because it was very like because I was so like okay. foggy and cloudy so often. So, mm-hmm. you know, not that like you can't right. get any intuitive hits mm-hmm. when you're drinking. I mean, I think we've all had like the creepy feeling that we should leave somewhere or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I mean, there's definitely they can still get in there. But like, yes, it's it probably wouldn't be as in much detail as like a reading type of so, and then plus alcohol right. and and drugs for that matter, drugs that people take recreationally, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess <laughs> um, they can like they can lower right. our vibration. So it's not that everybody needs to be totally sober, but like to just have that awareness of, Hey, if you're in a bar partying it up, like to know that like that's lowering your vibration, making you more vulnerable to different entities or, you know, lower level spirits or lower energy even. So like you might want to 
clear yourself when you get home or the at least the next day. Would you recommend that with like sage or how, how would yeah, you, like how you would clear yourself? Yeah, you can sage yourself. You can even get some holy water. Honestly, even just like in the shower, mm-hmm. like just having an intention of just like calling on your angels and spirit to just clear your energy and just send any energy that's not yours back to where it came from. I mean, like I like sage and all that and like, but like, you don't have to use it. Like you can just really intentionally, More with your intentions too. you know, mm-hmm. in prayer, you know, right. do it that way. And I always say like, if I have to go to a, a bar, like, I mean, I don't, now it's been the pandemic, so I haven't, but like, if I have to go to like an <laughs> event, like, and there's like people partying and drinking, like, even though I'm sober, like, I still say when I leave the building, like, Nothing can follow me home. That's like what I. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need. I need to do that. That's so, so that's cool. like where people don't who are highly me. sensitive. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes they'll latch on. So you got to be true. like, don't follow me home. You have to stay there. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to go back to something you mentioned earlier. You said you work with a lot of uh, law and crime, and we do a lot of like true crime episodes, mm-hmm. and it's just really interesting to me. Have you ever assisted in like solving an unknown crime because you were able to like talk to the spirits and figure mm-hmm. out what happened? Yeah. So so generally, like any kind of law enforcement that comes to medium because. Obviously, you couldn't go up on the stand and like, to, like yeah. <laughs> well, I people could easily <laughs> yeah. discredit or you uh-huh. know argue against it, right? So mm-hmm. usually, it's like um, people coming on their personal time uh-huh. because they just can't, or or sometimes like you know volunteering information, but then you usually have to know the law enforcement involved for them to mm-hmm. actually take you seriously, um, but. One of my one of like the standout ones for me was when um, a woman just booked a reading and her son was murdered and it was unsolved. Wow. And so going through we went through the session like just like a normal session like um, I was in his body like it was night like I was shot um, in the middle of the road like somebody held my hand while I was dying like so I felt oh. like like wow. that like kind of choking on my own blood because he was shot in the lungs. So went through all that and he didn't know. It was just like a, um, it was totally like a wrong place at the wrong time situation. Mm -hmm. So there was no, so they were having a hard time solving it because there was no connection between him and and the people who killed him. So he was able to, show me so she she asked during the session can he show you where you know the the person who shot him is and so I just started describing and like and it's funny because this is where translation to like I thought it was a town here in California based on what what it looks like to me but I mm-hmm. went through the description of the place and she was recording it and she played that recording for the um, FBI agent that was working on it. He heard the description of the town and he was like, I know where that is. He ended up taking a leave of absence. The town was in another country. Oh, and wow. And he went down to the other country and he was able to be undercover there. And he found the person and brought them back and they're serving a life sentence now. 
That is crazy. How how would he know the country? Like, is it a different country? That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, he must have, I think, because he associated this, like, he knew, like, something in that. So, like, a lot of times they'll say something where I might not have any idea what it means or Mm -hmm. how it translates, but where the person that's going to hear it where the, because they know some other information like he knew yeah. that this person was connected to that country so like he he knew enough to be able to have that clarify oh. and like really help him zero in that's so crazy. I feel like such a badass if I were you. Like, yeah. No big deal. I know. That's <laughs> like my, that's hair. definitely my badass yeah. moment of my life. Like, yeah, I That'd helped. My bio. I helped. <laughs> yeah. Flex it's it fine. as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. gives me chills. I know. Like, oh, I love that. I love that stuff. Yeah. So oh we have a segment on that's loaded and it's our loaded questions. So they're questions okay. that Caitlin and I, they're kind of random um, since we're already 52 <laughs> minutes into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, perfect. That we want to ask you. And yes. the first one, and we have to brag on you a little bit because when you were being pitched <laughs> to us, they told us that you because we live and breathe Bravo and we heard you did a reading for Jules from Roni and were you ever a Real Housewives fan prior to the reading or is that just a complete coincidence this is like the funniest thing so she's a regular client of mine oh cool and she tells everybody that's why I can say this out loud Uh like just so people know because I definitely have some clients who I I can't say but um but she's like no tell everyone you know it's Uh fine um me. So <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that she was on the show for oh. the for like six months. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yes. It never came up in her readings ever. Like I brought through a friend of hers that passed away. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, she her dad was really sick. And and I actually was able to she had me do a reading for him right before he passed, mm-hmm. which helped bring him some peace as he was getting ready to transition and so like it was always like revolving around her personal life it took me forever to and then uh, like they were showing me once like in like some guidance something about her being on tv and she's like well you know i was on the real housewives of new york and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) like no i had no idea (laughs) did you ever watch it that's so I cool. went and I watched after I knew who she I was like I have to like look you yeah, I have like to that. actually look you up now right <laughs> I would have done the same oh my gosh yeah we love that's we so love cool yeah she's amazing <laughs> she's <laughs> she's a gem yeah <laughs> um okay Sarah and I so first of all I have to ask you if you believe in kindred spirits and if you could kind of explain that to our listeners who maybe don't know about kindred spirits and also like our Sarah and I kindred spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So what I feel like that might have even be, been like part of the reason when I was saying how like the the example of how we're all here today on the call and like you guys with mm-hmm. your shows like I feel like there's definitely this like spiritual purpose and you two coming together and my heart and having <laughs> your show and like it's <laughs> it's so funny like how I read the energy is like you're almost like sisters so I mean I think that would be 
kindred I'm spirits on my periods, of like so I'm like crying so <laughs> <laughs> So if I start bawling, it's fine. <laughs> it's not me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I just start bawling. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, that's so fun because that's like such a good example of something small that like makes us really emotional, which because I feel yeah. like it's such a deep validation. It's not. It's like, obviously, you know how close you guys are, but like that mm-hmm. deep validation can sometimes just bring up that unexpected emotion of like, oh, my gosh, we are like soul connected like it's so (laughs) weird we have these moments where like we live on complete opposite ends of the country and we'll just have the same thought at the same time and we'll text each other and it'll be yesterday we same time it's so weird i mean this is a this is a random uh example but yesterday i was reading i was reading an article about cicadas (laughs) and then sarah texts me you might not want to come to nashville for a while because there's a bunch of cicadas and i was like Why was I just talking about cicadas? But it'll be like just random, like all the time we'll be thinking the same thing or like text each other the same thing at the same time. We're like, what is, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so weird. (sighs) Yeah. So like you, it's definitely like, I mean, your energies are probably very like intertwined, you know, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But then like, I find like with kindred spirits, it's like, we're almost from the same soul family. And then you come down. So like, even if you're from different, biological families that's when you have people in your life that are like kindred spirits or like Mm -hmm. soul sisters or you know like you just feel this like connection and and, um like have like almost like a psychic connection with them like that that like Mm -hmm. may not make logical sense right like because you can even be totally opposite personalities and like have Mm -hmm. this connection that just yeah. like transcends all of that so mm-hmm. since being a medium is a full-time job for you I have to ask have you ever had someone do a reading for you or have you ever had like an experience Ooh. for yourself Ooh, that's a good I imagine that'd be strange oh yeah <laughs> yeah so that. so funny so I have like I have a medium that I go to is more of a mentor but she uh-huh. had never brought through any loved ones like it it was more always like guidance versus like what I do mm-hmm. I finally got a reading literally like three weeks ago with a medium and I found her I made sure she didn't know me she didn't know who I was like I'm definitely a skeptic <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is funny obviously so, <laughs> gotta be um so I did all those things and and she brought through like my grandmother she brought through both of my grandfathers my other grandmother for a minute my uncle a friend like she brought through so many people wild that's and it was so fun it was really fun for me to like get to (laughs) actually receive yeah that and like and just see like just how it because sometimes my clients will say things are so powerful and I'm like that's cool but like I don't I can only kind of get it from them telling me. I don't really understand. So I was able to really, like, even just the validation of knowing that, like, my grandmother was with me through a really difficult time. Like, like I think logically that's I've so always cool. known that's comforting, but it was something, it was way more comforting than I expected, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it is really comforting. I always feel good after, like, mm-hmm. getting this, like, those little validations and mm-hmm. details. Yeah, I was like, That's wow, so cool. like this is I was like, oh, I do something really fun. This is heartwarming, <laughs> yeah. right? I've got a pretty cool Hope job. People, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. 
I too just kind of wanted to end it on, is there, if you had any advice on how we can all like tap into our intuition or call upon like our angels or like spirits around us, if we're, you know, like have a question or we need some clarity on something. Mm -hmm. Cause that's something I'm always trying to do. I'm like, is it, is it me or am I, is this actually my intuition or like, how do I get those answers Yeah, receive? So I, and I always call them like a spirit team that I see around people because everyone mm-hmm. has a combination of loved ones, you know, who are deceased of, um, angels, different guides, um, so there's like all these different beings around mm-hmm. every person. So we all have this huge team. Um, and so, so like cool. I, I started that term cause I would write in my journal, like, and it started out being like, dear God, like, please help me with this. And then I was like, okay, God, Archangel Michael. So, and I got to where like the top half of the paper was just like to like <laughs> grandma to- <laughs> and oh, they're like, knees. we're your team. And so I was like, uh-huh. oh, spirit team. Like that shortens it. That's like very yeah. like direct That's and to the efficient. <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, so, you know, you can refer to them as like your spirit team. You can also literally just ask like one person, you know, like you can pick like a friend or grandparent yeah. or angel or God or whoever. Um, mm-hmm. And like, so the first step is always just asking them and giving them permission to help because we do have free will. So we have to like open that up for them to be able to help us. Right. Because sometimes we're so stubborn, you know, it's like we're going to make this decision whether they think we should or not. So true. You know, or, or we think like, have to this is a business decision so I have to make it like so logically you know and like so 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 by asking them for help it kind of helps like put that off to the side so that there can be room for them to guide us Mm -hmm. so that's like step one and you can do that like just by talking to them in your head or you can I'm a writer so Mm -hmm. I always write everything out me too um Mm -hmm. and then asking them for strong, like clear signs and even asking them for help to see the signs. If you're somebody who like tends to miss them and then follow up is like a lot of people are like, that's allowed. Like if you're like, let's say you're like, give me a sign if I should make this change or not. And then you see like four, four, four then, but like you might have that, inner skeptic that's like but did I just look at the clock at 444 like you know like, yes. so <laughs> so you get to ask them like they don't they're not like on time limits over there like they don't like they're not going to get upset they don't have a million other things to go do so like right. <laughs> you can ask them like hey if this is you and if this means yes can you give me another sign Ooh, I like that you know or like if or, or if you think it means no, you know, you can ask them to confirm mm-hmm. what you think it means. So, and then that actually okay. creates where you're getting signs like throughout your whole day. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like, cause that's like, I tell people, like, I feel like I live in another dimension sometimes. Cause like everywhere I go, I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's, you know, my friends sending me this, like, oh, I found a dime. Like so-and-so's with me. Like, oh, Aww. like, like, I feel like there's signs everywhere. Yeah. All the time. If you just keep your eyes peeled. Caitlin, yeah. do you ever do that with your dad? 
just out of curiosity. Yes. yes. So um, my dad passed a couple, like five years ago mm-hmm. now. And I will see like, there's, there's like a number I'll look at like twice a day on the clock too that I will like it's every day too I just like associate it with him and then like there will be like jingles like songs that he used to sing to me and I'll see like a billboard will randomly just like have that on there and it's like not a new like jingle mm-hmm. so it's just, it's weird like little signs that I'll see but it, it'll be like validation for something if I'm like oh like I'm taking mm-hmm. Ollie to the hospital or something my dog and I'm like so nervous about it and then I'll see like a sign and then I'm like okay he's telling me it'll be okay mm-hmm. like workout stuff like that so I definitely yeah there's some weird coincidences that I don't think are coincidences with that that he'll like pop up like just songs too yeah. it's, it's a lot of like music because he was really into music oh, and so I'll like kind of associate certain songs with him and that'll pop up at like a, a time that we're talking about mm-hmm. him at a restaurant and it's like so cool. random Aww. yeah that's yeah, so I definitely like try to look for some yeah signs, but I'm always looking for like other ways to like tap into that. So like, yeah, I mean, cool. and you can also ask them like if you're if you're somebody where you get like a almost like an inner knowing or like kind of like those telepathic like guidance signs. Yeah, because those are kind of that's usually where people get tripped up too of like, but is this just me is thinking this? Me? this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can ask them to help you hear it in a way that's different, like to help you differentiate. So like, let's mm. say with your dad, like there, maybe he had a certain way of wording things. that's so a little bit different than you would. So mm-hmm. you can ask to, you know, him to make it clear when it's him. So you might hear a sentence right. in your head where you know that you can trust it because it's not even something that you would say or like it's in a weird oh. like phrase or right you know something like tone of voice yeah like tone of be, voice where you're like this, is not this me. has to be my dad <laughs> like this there's no way this is me yeah that's so cool <laughs> like that's I used to hear to my guides in like a weird accent like it wasn't even like it's kind of English <laughs> oh my but gosh, not I want that. really and that yeah. helped me I'm like, I don't know what accent this is from, but it works. So thanks. Like, <laughs> I like it. Keeps it keeps it interesting. Yeah. I need to like become more spiritual because I just don't have a lot of family that has passed away that I was close mm-hmm. to. So it's never been something that I've actively kind of thought searched about. for mm-hmm. and thought about. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to start doing it. Yeah. Start yes. actively thinking that way. Well, everybody comes in with like a <laughs> so guardian cool. angel. Mm-hmm. too oh cool and then That's like so sweet you can connect with different you know archangels i've needed that or... guardian angel a lot yeah because i was a mess in college <laughs> yeah so like, the reason know. you survived all that is probably your guardian angel like helping you out a little bit <laughs> amazing oh my gosh thank uh, god <laughs> yeah so like you just start talking to that you know like but yeah, you don't even have to. And sometimes it can be like a great grandmother might be like, I definitely have people who come to me where it's like, they never met this person, but they're like coming yeah. through with half of the advice, you know, like, so great grandma coming through. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. I uh, have a, a really close relationship with my grandma and she has dementia. Mm-hmm. And sorry if I start crying. I, I, I cry anytime I talk about my grandma. I could be telling you a joke and I cry about it. I love and old people so much. There's just like a special connection that her and I have. Sorry, mm-hmm. crying. Oh. And 
she can't talk anymore or make mm. any sense, but it's like I know what she's trying to tell me and it's really special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while she's not gone yet, I feel like there's something there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like she knows that you're around yeah. too. Like you you've said too that she kinda like feels like and asks for you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's really special that she actually knows you're there. Yeah, and it's like, you know, she might not be gone, but I can still feel it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when people come through who had dementia, like, they will show it to me like they're in and out of their body during that time where they're pretty unresponsive. So mm-hmm. if you think of it like her soul, like she's not – necessarily trapped in her body but her soul still connected to her body so she knows like her soul even if she can't speak to you knows that you're around and can hear everything that you say and mm-hmm. you know can even like with with dementia in particular what they show me what happens especially in the confusion is it's almost like the afterlife and this life overlapping at the same time, but where they don't have the awareness to tell the difference. So like mm-hmm. they'll see, oh. you know, maybe somebody who, who passed, you know, like their spouse or their mother, you know, or somebody. And then, and then you, Whoa. but like you both look the same. So they're confused. Yeah. Well, which makes sense. So, wild. you know, like, so sometimes it's that, but, but they can, they absolutely know that you're there you can mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. try like um, doing because you it sounds like you have such a strong soul connection like you can even try doing a meditation where you really consciously ask your angels to help you connect with her soul oh, so and cute. like you know it might even feel like imagining at first because you just like consciously visualize her and then yeah. and then you can talk to her I love that thank yeah. you yeah that's that. so comforting and yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening to have had or know someone with that too. Mm-hmm. So oh, I think totally. that'd be I mean, really helpful. Yeah, because they always come through and they're like, oh, we heard everything that you were saying, you know, like even though yeah. some of they, they, it really is so helpful for them, even if they can't respond. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love this conversation. Oh. It was perfect. I know. My heart oh. is warm. <laughs> I know this is so fun. <laughs> I'm going to have to book a reading yeah, with you say, in the future because I'm like, yeah. it's so exciting. Yeah, let's where, do where it. Can our listeners, where can our listeners too, like book a session uh-huh. with you, like where, yeah. you know, so social media. What- yep. SarahReneeInc.com is mm-hmm. my website. And then there's just a contact page on there that goes straight to my email you know, to book and answer questions and all that. Um, There's an opt-in on there for, I send out weekly energy updates with mantras and kind of guidance and all that. And then um, Instagram is really where I'm at the most these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am on Facebook, obviously, but um, Sarah Sunshine 444 is my Instagram handle. And I have like guided meditations (laughs) and... Oh, I need that. Yeah, videos and I post client stories and all oh, that's that fun so stuff. Cool. So, yeah, I'm so Yay. excited. Yay. I know. Thank you Thank so you. much for being here today. Thank this you. was. I feel so good. I feel like I'm. I'm gonna take on my Monday. All happy now. Yeah. yeah this was this so was special. Fun. Oh, thank it you was. so much for having me. On that note, <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Bye.